0: what's poppin everyone welcome back to our second episode of our podcast for this week and my name is derek way and i am one of the co-hosts here on zoomers take on fire which stands for financial independence retire early and yeah welcome to our podcast but before uh we introduce the other co-host again for people you don't know we're gonna actually have one of them introduce one of our sponsors um through a message Alright, welcome back. Thank you. So for this week, um actually let's introduce everyone else again. So I'm Derek, I'm one of the co hosts.
1: I'm Kevin, I'm the other co host.
2: And I'm Andrew, I'm the last co host of us trio. What
1: well, uh, but... do we call a co host or is it
0: just tri host? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was also about to say like there's don't worry Andrew, you're not like last. Like I sure we're all equal here okay mm-hmm. anyways um for this week we thought it'd be really cool to kind of talk about the why's um, of why we're doing things and for the topics that we've been interested in recently through our lives has been surrounding around um, building wealth uh, specifically with investments currently and so we wanted to kind of share how we got into in- investments and dive in- into that kind of story a little bit deeper um yeah any of you guys want to start 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 (laughs) i was gonna
2: say that um we had kind of briefly gone over it in the first episode but that's true i think today um because we're kind of diving also deeper and then looking forward to right so um Mm. i guess we'll kind of transition into that
0: oh but we we should do a disclaimer (laughs) yeah go for it no, no, no. I don't want to do it. <laughs> do it. You know what? <laughs> All right. I can do it. Um, <laughs> Andrew's going to be the OG disclaimer guy. <laughs>
2: uh, this podcast is for educational... Not educational purposes. Um, not for educational purposes. Wait, hold up.
0: Don't hold mess up. this up. You <laughs> your disclaimer, right?
2: Yeah. Um, I was going <laughs> to say that this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Uh, do not take our conversation here or anything we say to one another as um, financial advice. Um, if you do, if you are seeking financial advice, uh, talk to your CPA for taxes and to your CFA for um, financial.
0: Oh, that's a thing. And fiduciary. Yeah. Make oh, sure boy. they're they're abiding by a fiduciary contract, which means that they act in the interest for you yep. and they're not trying to like, scam you. Yep. 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 Yeah, all right, anyways, so who wants to start off about kind of telling the audience and telling us again, I guess, why you started or why does investing appeal to you?
1: Andrew, you want to kick it off?
2: Sure. I mean, I guess I kind of briefly went over it in the first episode. Um, so if you haven't checked it out, I think that's actually a pretty <laughs> good episode to start <clears throat> uh, to get like a baseline of where we're at. Uh, so I started investing... Uh, about a year ago, I think. So around the beginning of the pandemic when the market crashed. And for most of my life, I think I've been surrounded by people who invest in equities and in real estate, uh, whether it's my my own parents or my um, aunt and uncles, my dad's friends. But I think for me personally, I didn't really understand um, the power behind investing and kind of what you can do or how you can lead your lifestyle um, th- by investing properly and by, um, yeah, growing your wealth. And so, I think that's something that school doesn't really teach you. And so yeah. for me, I kind of discovered it this last past year as something I I really want to learn and uh, dive really deep in. Yeah. And thankfully, I've had two friends that also joined me in this journey or have been on this journey for a while. Oh so, yeah. So why did you yeah. choose
1: stocks first though? Out of like all type, all forms of investing?
2: Stocks? Or like equities? I think, I think for most people, it's it's generally the more recognizable and um, easy to jump into.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I mean, there's other forms. I think we talked about, maybe we haven't talked about real estate on this podcast yet, but we've definitely had conversations about real estate. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, different asset classes um, and... Uh, yeah, I mean, there's also bonds, I guess, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm 23.
0: <laughs> <laughs> did
1: you know that some books suggest that you should invest base or invest in bonds based on your age? So like 20. Oh, like yeah, allocation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't believe that. There's either. one for real estate as well. Is there one for real estate?
2: Or I heard that um, the amount of um, Actually, you, you, you have that? in your home should be. equal to percentage based on your like your life your like your age interesting
1: okay
0: nice kevin
1: so for me i yeah we went over this a little bit in the last episode but i've been been investing a little bit like throughout college just like dabbling because i had extra money from like working at i don't know if you guys know but i worked on the school campus so so, little, some little spending money there so then that went into investing <laughs> it, it wasn't like anything serious so i was just investing things i liked or investing in like there was a point where in 2017 there's like the huge crypto boom and that's when i was like getting a little more active into that
0: would you say that's like what actually motivated you to like start saying like hey there's this thing called mm-hmm. investing
1: yeah, because honestly, like before then, I thought I had to be what 20 something to open up a brokerage account.
0: Because, really? like, my
1: parents were like, You need at least you need to be 18 or like 20. I think they said you need to be a- 21 and you needed like five thousand dollars to start. Wow, and I'm just like, I don't know if that was a thing back then, but maybe, but with like crypto and everything, I kind of just assumed that those like regulations weren't there, so I kind of just hopped in. So, yeah.
0: I, yeah. I think that's like even cool enough that your parents knew like something about the stock market and was able to kind of introduce that to you because like I guess like not trying to go into too much um mm-hmm. and take up too much of the time but like for me, like <laughs> investing was never really in the picture like I grew up in a household that um coming from an immigrant family and working up through that there there wasn't a lot of talk about just growing wealth and financial independence just because i think just there's a lack of knowledge of it and people don't really talk about that like at family parties or stuff like that so this entire topic of investing was always in the back of my mind like this was something that people do it might be like a wall street thing people with suits um but it never really like clicked with me that this was something i should actually really want to learn about um until i started like uh graduating and then realizing that i didn't have a line a job immediately lined up um and i just had a bunch of time just being spent at home and that kind of made me ponder like mm-hmm. why why do i put so much value into a career or why am i spending so much time to find out what am i good at um just so that i could go join like a big company and then work for them and so just like hitting mm-hmm. the, those questions in my head over and over again. I just realized, like, actually, that's not what I want to do, despite, like, school and I feel like the education system really, like, sets you up on a track to, to really feel that way. And then so I, I ended up realizing, like, I was really blessed and I was really grateful that I had this time to start reflecting on, like, what is it that I want? And then I came to the conclusion that time. Um, I, I wanted time for myself whether that's spending it with friends, whether that's spending it with family um, or just doing whatever I want. And I realized that like trading your time mm-hmm. for like a paycheck, like having to trade in eight hours a day just to get like a paycheck and then continuously for, I don't know how many years you work, um, wasn't the best way to do that. And and then after reading a book and yeah, coming Yeah, honestly, across, it's not sustainable, right? Right, it's not. And then so coming across like a book- <laughs> I and, mean, okay. yeah, go ahead.
2: Or I I guess just to put in perspective, I I think it's okay that you felt before that you didn't see that right because right. I think for all three of us we, we have kind of um, not the same background but similar backgrounds and our parents being immigrants or us being immigrants yeah. yeah and that has a huge effect on the way we view view job security um you know wealth in the, in terms of like what wealth looks like. Right. Mm-hmm. I think Asians predominantly, uh, particularly immigrant families, see uh, if you see a lot of people gravitate towards like real estate, for example, because for them, that's like a very significant part of their immigration immigration story, right? Owning
0: a home. Sure. Oh, right. Owning a home. <laughs> so Wait, I so- think
2: like when you say, you know, like I didn't know, I'm like, I didn't know either. And I think part of that is because we kind of had that kind of background. Yeah. I see.
1: so. How did like, so how did your family like, um, what's their like perspective on investing then? So like, if you're investing, like what's their perspective on stocks? Like at least in my family, stocks used to meant like you're gambling basically. No, like, it wasn't, exactly. Like, the That's of the investing. same thing. Yeah. Same
0: thing. Just cause I, I think it just comes from fear and just not a lot of understanding of what it actually is. And mm-hmm. and anything where you like give money and you watch it go up and down that, that kind of emotional ride is usually attributed to gambling or, you know, greed. Yeah. So I definitely agree.
1: Yeah. So then, like, what what did they see as, like, a good way to invest? Like, even, like, if they didn't do it, like, how you're supposed to, like, if, like, would they prefer having a lot of, like, a large amount of cash? Hey, let, me, let me
2: take a step at this. Derek, Derek, Derek can I guess? Oh, yeah. Go okay. for it. Go for <laughs> it. I think... I mean, I, this is also because of my perception. I live in Vancouver, right? This is very obvious what people invest in, and I think—wait—is it estate, what is?
0: Wait, what is it whats whats
2: it? I think it's real estate. It's oh, got to be Vancouver. Real
0: estate. Okay.
2: Or I mean, I'm saying for for like, yeah. I think I'm I'm gonna guess real estate is probably like one of the things that, and predominantly Chinese families, uh, you know, Korean families or whatever, least Asian families. <laughs> worth- Wait, let let me guess too. Let me guess too.
1: I oh. think. It's a large, yeah, 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 Andrew. guessing you, guessing you, <laughs> no, no, guessing you. I think uh, it's a large savings account.
0: So yeah, higher, more right. cash, more stability. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I, I definitely grew. Up, I think Kevin is probably more right in terms of the. Oh, <laughs> <guess. laughs> let's go. Um, it's just like, if you, I don't know how to explain this, but like growing up with such like a frugal mindset, like especially like coming from. Um, a place where you didn't, you know, weren't as sure where your steady income was coming from and stuff like that. Just the fact that, you know, now that you're in America and like to them, I think the American dream really meant being able to have safety and assurance and feel that you can provide for your family consistently. And to them, that was through a job and through trading in their time for Mm -hmm. a good, consistent paycheck. And so, um I, was, I just grew up with that mindset of being really frugal, not spending more than um, I had. And then I basically didn't grow up with an allowance and I would always ask for things and then I would basically be approved or disapproved of getting something. Um, sure, no. and, Save. And, then I, Save. and then I grew up with <laughs> that knowledge not. of like, I'd rather not ask or like, it's probably going to be a no. Um, and I think okay. that mindset still carries out today yeah. where yeah. I always yeah. question the things that I buy. Huh?
2: Hey, like because here? you asked for like RP or like.
0: Actually, <laughs> back it's then, RP, RP was in the form of Subway gift <laughs> cards. So I actually got those because I, I was a fan I of You got Google. those?
1: Bro! <laughs> I. <laughs> it but I think the, the frugal mindset is also pretty helpful in like investing as well, right? It is. Because like is. if you didn't have that frugal mindset from them, you wouldn't have as much money to kinda like put away to like doing stocks or saving or like investing into real estate. Right. So I feel kind of spending it.
0: Yeah. So I feel very grateful for that because I feel like they help prepare me um for getting a good start into investing. Like they whatever they all that they taught me wasn't bad and it really built a lot of good habits to really take it to the next level and now that i have a good basis of you know not overspending credit card and going into credit card debt and stuff like that that having that kind of discipline with your spending and being able to analyze kind of your monthly expenses and seeing where you can cut um is really helpful now because i'm shaving away as much as i can to so that i can you know fuel up my emergency fund but then also move forward into like investing with stocks and growing that uh, money that i saved yeah Mm -hmm. so i think that was really a cool point because up until now i just i I remember asking one of my other friends like how long do you think it would take for me to save a million dollars because back then i knew nothing about investing and i was just like that's that's (laughs) what i want if i want to be a millionaire i got to save a million dollars and then i like one day i sat on excel and i did like a calculation of like how long I would have to work in order to save a million dollars. Do you even live long enough? I was like, wait, this is impossible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, there has to be another way. you can't save that
1: much money, right? You
0: literally can't. My friend was like, why would you even save that much? You would invest. And I was like, oh, what is investing? And then boom. (laughs) And then I I was like, Andrew, Kevin, you know about investing? They're like, yeah, of course you do. (laughs) But yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad He's I'm on dead. the train now. You. <laughs> no, I know you guys probably didn't, but. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, we, but in my mind, I always thought you guys knew a lot about investing and you guys do because I'm relatively new. And so, No. Um,
2: I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, we're, we're I all learning, starting man. out, right? If anyone here,
2: I mean, I, if anything, it's Kevin that's going to say he knows a lot, but I think- <laughs> Well, like, okay. I, 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 relatively, I know. relatively, maybe. Yeah,
1: well, like, yeah. So I think I talked to Derek about this recently. I was just like- Oh, yeah. The, the expert in the room is always the one that knows a little bit more than you do. (laughs) So like, so like, there's gonna be a point where you're just gonna know more than me. So then it's like you're gonna be the new expert, right? So like, right, right.
2: But I think I think we can all agree that like, on a you know grand scheme of things, we're definitely not experts. Oh yeah, we're learners. We're students. Yeah. You
1: know. So like, okay, why why do you guys invest? So why do you want a million dollars, Derek? Like, what was the point of that million? Million dollars. (laughs)
0: okay you know growing up watching crazy rich asians or you know other stuff you were not growing up dog i was in my window diapers and i saw crazy rich asians like damn
1: yeah what you're in diapers i I gotta be like that No, no i'm just kidding i guess
0: it's not that it was um i guess there's always that that thing of being successful right and and understanding what that means to you and that definition changes over time and i guess at one point Mm -hmm. um for me being successful meant being aka like rich or having enough to provide for yourself um and i think that was a very like childish mindset that i had growing up and so that's just why i just said it at million dollars because everyone talks about like oh millionaire like that's just such a cliche word that's used to describe someone with a lot of money right um but then now, I think before I started investing and during that kind of phase when I was trying to learn and realize why I wanted to invest, I did a little bit more, you know, the reason why I wanted to get into it wasn't because I wanted to be rich, um, but rather the slight difference is like financial independence. Um, and I, I talked about that earlier was about time. And I realized that like, instead of like having a bunch of money, I'd rather like have time. Like. You could have a bunch of money and not have time to do what you want um and that wasn't exactly why i wanted to Mm -hmm. and so a big reason of why i wanted to start investing was to give back as much time um so that i could spend it on my family spend it on taking care of people or exploring my own interests um, outside of you know my career and so achieving financial independence and retiring quote-unquote like early um was really attractive to me and felt like a purpose that you could strive for um, now that we're recently grads and we're in the working force. And so that kind of want of being able to have a portfolio, generate passive income for you and be able to take care of your living expenses without you even having to trade in your time. um, Just that, that's like basically why I wanted to invest. Mm -hmm. And And would uh, you so,
1: so like, it goes back to fire, where like the second part of fire is retire early, right? Do you guys, do you, do both of you guys still plan to retire early in terms of like the traditional set? Like, what is the traditional
0: retire? age? Is like 65, something 60, like
1: that. 67 now? I think he's getting older. 69, 70.
2: Wait, wait, you're saying that that's retire early?
0: No, no, that's, no, that's, that's oh, retire heck?
1: No. <laughs> no, but like, so when you guys, are you guys planning on retiring like, in the traditional sense. So like, I don't know, like getting a house in the countryside.
0: Oh, no. Just kind of chilling.
1: Okay, I, I, so what, what are you going to do instead,
0: Dirk? Well, actually, I don't know. It would depend on like my stage. Zoomers Obviously, my answer five. might change. Huh?
2: Zoomers take on Fi, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we're just, we're just
2: fine. no, oh, no R e.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're just constantly working. No, I, I don't know. I guess the vision that I have for myself right now and I, I tell all my friends this, mm-hmm. but I hope that we all buy a house in, like, the same neighborhood. And we make that neighborhood so oh, lit. Yeah, five, five, six, we six have, years. like, Lunar New Year there. We have Christmas there. We have parking lot barbecues. That's that's oh, the New vision New I have. And then, like, by then, like, we grow up, and then our kids play with our kids, and whew, that's a really long look ahead. I but, so I don't want to be in the countryside by myself <laughs> the, yeah, so you're, with, you're, like, a dog and, like, but then like so you're like you're
1: <laughs> but you you mean like you so you're still gonna retire right? you're
0: planning not to work during oh time? yeah but i mean like i want to do something that i like so like i currently like enjoy dancing and i enjoy like board sports or i enjoy like watching chinese dramas so if in any of those cases they turn out to be you know profitable in any means then I wouldn't mind doing it, but I don't want to have to rely on it as a source of income. Like, if I if I didn't watch a Chinese drama and they didn't pay me, then oh okay, like I'm I'm okay. I I that that wasn't like to be in a Chinese. (laughs) Oh yeah, maybe. I don't I don't think my Chinese is good enough yet. (laughs) 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 But yeah, those are pretty examples.
1: Do you plan to just retire? Do I plan on retiring early?
2: Or like that, even like just the
1: traditional sense of retiring early.
2: Uh, I mean, if I have the if I have the money to, I mean, why not? But, um, I think once you know, if we do have kids, I feel like the equation changes. Mm. <laughs> like it really does, man. Um, As in, you in would want like, to retire early so that you can spend no, more like, time no, with no, your kids. We you
1: you you can't, can't retire early, right?
2: No, like um, I'm just like, saying, like. Dude, sending kids to, you know, private lessons, like, teaching them, like, whatever. I didn't cool. have private lessons. Huh? I
1: didn't have private
2: lessons. You didn't? Well, you did, didn't you do piano for a little bit?
0: Oh,
1: well, I guess that counts. But Calvin was with me.
0: But now I can teach my kid piano. Cost oh, I saved. Can't
2: no, I can't no, are not going <laughs> to be able to handle that. You're going to use their money. I'm going to be like, yep, that $60 is way more worth. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude you're going to make more than $60. Derek, didn't Derek say that he wanted his time back? Yeah, dude. <laughs> but I'm with my kid.
0: Hey, I think that's dude, valuable time too. I
2: promise you, if you become the teacher, you're gonna regret it.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> the
2: reason why people don't, you know, most people don't homeschool, and most people don't teach their kids. That's true. Um, musical instruments.
1: Yeah. yeah. So you, so you're saying that because you're gonna have kids, you might it might change the equation to like how early you can retire.
2: I mean dude best case scenario doesn't but i think most likely it will because i i talked to my dad's friend about this and he told me yeah. he was pretty set to retire in his 30s and then kids came along and it really changed the equation
1: and i was like as in
2: like you couldn't invest
1: as much or you just didn't have time to like do the do the research or do the
2: i think it's i think it's primarily just because it gets expensive right with kids mm-hmm. if you want to let your kids live like i mean you don't want to just you know, build your wealth and then just like spend it on yourself and have your kids just grow up like whatever, right?
0: True.
2: <laughs> I, True. Ideally, you want to give your kids like a good upbringing, right? Whatever that means, like in, you know. Yeah, but my kid will
1: never know that we have money. I think that's the main thing for me. Side, like, Dude, what do you, that's, know? That's, you know how hard that is? Yeah, they'll never know. They'll never know. Like literally,
2: there's no way. Yeah, ignore the
0: cyber truck in the garage. It's nothing. No no no. Kevin, no, no, no. If your I'm kids... Like,
2: if your kid is even like three quarters as smart as you, they'll understand, dude.
1: Yeah, so then they will be investing when they're 12 oh. instead of me investing for them. They're not going to
2: do that. You didn't even do that in 12. 12. I would be
1: down back then, I dude. I what I was doing when I was
2: 12. Dude, when you're 12, you're supposed to live your life as a kid, man. I'm not going to teach my kid to freaking worry about investing. At well, it's just like, what if you, like even as a kid, right? Like for me,
1: I didn't have, I didn't like want many things. But and Matt, then like I thought,
2: you want to be a basketball player?
1: No, I did. I did. I did. I did. I know. It's but <laughs> But basketball's not expensive. I get one basketball. I go to the park. I am done. So like very low maintenance. <laughs> what? <laughs> like what what like me being a basketball player? Like what 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 would I get for Christmas? A jersey? I don't care about a jersey. Jordans. Oh, I like Jordans. Yeah, I was like, gonna <laughs> say,
2: hey, dude. I remember in 6th grade I had like the kid-size Jordans and you had the men's <laughs> <laughs> cronk, cronk. It went to the We just added the, added the kid edition. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah wow, yeah. y'all had Jordans. I, I didn't think Jordans were cool until now, and then now they're too priced, overpriced on the resale market.
1: <laughs> we're early to the trend. <laughs> but like, like if they didn't, if they didn't want like traditional toys and stuff, I might as well like just give them the chance to like invest Because there's no restriction at your age. No, there isn't.
2: I don't I don't think there's anything wrong yeah. know, wrong with teaching that, but I want the, I want my kids to grow up as kids. You know, I want them to cherish their childhood memories. I don't want them to be like talking to their friends in their 20s like us and being like, Yeah, my dad taught me when I was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them, you know, I don't want
1: yeah. them. Yeah. Well, I mean like if they're interested, then like like just give right. it to them, sure. right? Sure. I think but that's how? the main thing. Like
0: I think I think Andrew's point is that like as a twelve year old. The the kind of exposure that you get, it's very rare that you're gonna get exposed to a st- like investing. And if you are, it, it might not it's probably not gonna sound interesting to you. True.
1: But then like how did okay, so Andrew's point was he said that because or we started talking about this because he says like the kid's gonna find out that oh we're wealthy because
2: <laughs> of this. He's gonna body. ask his friends. Hey, like like don't you guys have like a pool in your backyard? And then you I'm not like, getting a pool, bro. Okay, but let's just say I know, I don't, hey, don't you guys have a vacation home and whatever?
1: You're like you have a- won't know that's a vacation home, dude. It's an Airbnb.
2: Kevin, I'm just saying your kid, you're you think you're making it sound like your kid's gonna be dumb. Your kid's not gonna be dumb.
1: Well, it's just, they're not gonna be dumb. It's just like <laughs> they won't know we're, like, we're well off. I I I feel like I don't like that idea.
2: What's, yeah, what's nothing wrong with that? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You just got to teach them the correct way to view wealth, right? Yeah, but then if they just have too much access to, to
1: it at uh, like an early age, it's kind of difficult. I think the difficult.
0: bigger question here, this kind of extends into teaching kids and like parenting because mm-hmm. it's at what point do you feel comfortable being truthful to a child, right? And them understanding and being able to converse with you and being able to debate, right? And this just reminds me of The Michelle Obama podcast because she talked about how her parents treated her as adults and they called them little people. And every time there was anything for up for discussion, all of their opinions and stuff were valid as long as they spoke responsibly, they spoke respectfully, and they were able to kind of try to, Mm -hmm. you know, as adults, try really hard to convey adult ideas of investing, like how life kind of fits for us and trying to adapt that to them because it's not exactly the same. And so. Um, I think I do agree with Andrew in in the sense that, like, I mean, it's going to be hard to kind of keep that away. And if anything, that's going to make you look kind of shady once they find out. Um, And if if it was me, (laughs) I would rather just try to push that conversation earlier.
1: Well, no, no, no. So, like, I won't, like, they won't know we're wealthy by just, like, living their life. So, like, they want to talk about certain things. I think those things are valid to talk about. So, like, if they want to talk about investing, then I can share with them to, like, talk about that kind of stuff.
2: All right, Kevin. But, I have a really good analogy. Go ahead. Are you going to let your kids bring up the conversation about the birds and the bees? Or are you going to bring it up first? <laughs> right? If it, same if applies it depends. To it depends, it depends. Same, same applies to finance. I think, I think it kind of works <laughs> in both, both ways. There's responsibility that comes with you know, with sex and is also responsibility that comes with finance. Okay. That's true. But
1: then like, when do you bring it up then? Right. So that's
2: up to your discretion, but you're saying like, you're going to hide it, which is like, no,
1: I'm going to hide like the wealth. Like I'm not going to hide how I'm making money. Like they're going to know how I'm making it. It's just, they're not going to know how much there is. <laughs> like, I think that's fine. Like if they want, if they want to learn how to invest at an early yeah. age, that's fine. If they want to know how to budget, that's fine. I'll talk to them about that. Because like money, I feel like money, okay, my household is very blunt with money. Like we just talk about it. Like we don't care. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, uh, like we, the thing is like with my parents being blunt about it, when I talk about money, it's not a big deal. Right. Right. Sure. Which is like a good thing. And then it kind of made me more interested in other things to kind of do my own research. But my parents didn't have to tell me these things. Like, they didn't have to tell me how much money they had. Like, honestly, I wasn't curious about how much money they had. Right, right, right. So I'm saying my kid I should be that. the same. They're not gonna be interested in how much I have. They're gonna be interested in how I'm making it. That's fine. I work, I invest, we have houses. Okay, I
2: think I think if your kids smart like this, there is, all, all the <laughs> yeah, does, they want to calculate. Uh, They're about it. finance. He has multiple homes. He has like X, he does X, Y, and Z. It's, it's all really right,
0: well, I think I think we gotta kind of shovel this conversation and then kind of talk because the, the overarching idea of this was was why, right? Yeah, why are why? we investing? And then Andrew brought up, well, kids can change the picture, and I guess mm-hmm. my response to that is yes, I agree that you know kids will also change the picture. Um, but you can try your best to factor in as much of that now and maybe grow your portfolio more than you need personally to just survive and hope that that can also cover any expenses for the kids. And I think, you know, when I say like retire early, I feel like I would still be down to like coach swim or like do something um, to kind of generate more income on the, on the side. If, if that's what we need, Um, or, you know, moving Mm. to some place that's cheaper or, you know, that's, those are all different options, but I think I, I'd like yeah. to hear also like Andrew think, and like yeah. why he he wants to invest. Or I also cut mm-hmm. Kevin off just now with that sentence, so Kevin, please yeah, <laughs> finish your like, sentence. Like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well,
1: I I agree with the the part where you mentioned that you would be down to kind of work as a swimming coach. Yeah, because like I think when I when I say I want to retire early, it's more about like retiring from my current career because like maybe it's not the thing I enjoy the most when I'm 40, right? Yeah. I want to be able to just leave it and then kind of do something that's more enjoyable. Like if I'm into teaching, mm-hmm. into like coaching, basketball, stuff like that, I want to be able to just kind of do that. Right. And, and uh-huh. that still makes money. And then technically I'm still working,
2: but right. I'm retiring from my current role. I, 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 think my thing, I think the key thing is that you can, I mean, technically you can do that now, but it's like, you don't, you can do that without worrying about making money. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: like financial independence, right? That goes back to being yeah. not having mm-hmm. to worry about anything related to finance, like you just do your decisions without having to consider too much about the financial impact. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So like okay, that goes to so why do you invest, Andrew?
2: I mean, I think it's a evolving answer. So, yeah. I think initially it's it's been about like sim similarly, you know, I want to not have to worry about um, you know, where am I, where is my money going to come? If let's just say like, there's a late, I get laid off or, yeah. um, mm-hmm. like if, you know, or let's just say my company folds and all that stuff happens. Right. Um, <clears throat> I think there's a level of, uh, security in that, like knowing that you don't have to worry about your day job. Right. And then all, you know, I think like Kevin says, like you can do what you enjoy without having to worry. I think those mm-hmm. are like, those are things that I started off thinking about. Um, but As I'm kind of thinking more about this topic, talking with people who are in that life stage that they are retired, they are kind of living life um, as people who have, who have accumulated wealth, I'm realizing that I don't want to get to that age and um, let's just say I have all this wealth and I can, uh, you know, do whatever with, you know, what I'm I'm interested in um, and still be unsatisfied with. The fact that i spend so much time accumulating this and all i'm doing is spending it on myself and i mm-hmm. think um, right. all three of us to some extent and in whichever way we we want i think philanthropy is also probably something it's part of our equation right yeah mm-hmm. and you know giving our time is all one way to do it right whether it's you coaching or teaching um but i think also giving um, with the the money that we grow um, helping people out who you know have struggling businesses um, who can't make rent or have mm-hmm. a hard time, uh, you know, finding housing. I think ultimately there's like a lot of joy in knowing that you have the <clears throat> privilege of helping people because um, you have that. You have, the, you have the, the power to do that, right? Right. And I, I think that's kind of factoring into the equation as to why I want to invest, why I want to grow wealth is I think money can be used in a really good way and, um, you know, people, uh, like us who don't strive for, I mean, some days I do, but for the most part, <laughs> I strive for, <laughs> you know, strive for like nice cars, like expense, like mansions, like, you know what I'm saying? Like we're not, we're not doing this for that purpose.
1: Right. So you, you that you say
2: sometimes but I feel like you say that's like you most of the time, bro. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> I mean, okay. When I'm, when I'm, when I'm sobered up, I think for the most part, <laughs> not alcohol I'm saying sober as in like sober judgment right oh yeah I I think it's those things are so fleeting you know they don't they don't last no of course yeah Yeah. I think the impact you can have on people when helping them is generational right it goes to down to the kids their grandchildren so Mm -hmm. um yeah so how so do you think
1: helping them learn would be better or like helping them like just like one of your examples like like you're just giving them money, but then like you're kind of dependent on or depending on them to kind of spend it in the right places. So how do you kind of
2: like? Yeah, I mean, there's obviously the, that comes with discretion. It's not like right. you're just giving money wherever to whoever, but mm-hmm. um, it also does mean that, you know, when if someone, let's just say takes advantage of you, um, but you're in your sober judgment and your um, honest perspective of their situation, you see that they need help, they ask you for help. And let's just say they took advantage of you. I, 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 you know, today, if that were to happen to me, I'd probably be very, very upset. But I want to get in a place where I can do that and not feel so bad knowing that, you know, I tried my best to help someone. And if they took advantage of me, then, you know, I, it's not like I didn't factor like that consideration in, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah. Um, because I think that's where like the true heart of like, philanthropy is is like um, it's not just about you feeling good about what you're doing but your genuine desire to help others and right. giving others.
0: just for the sake of giving right exactly nice okay. I'm not there though I'll just say that right now <laughs>
2: it's like, just like if anyone like sees me do otherwise I'm just saying I'm trying to work up to it <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah no I, I agree because that's definitely like something that I want to be a lot better at is you know, growing up with a frugal mindset, sometimes it's really hard to give um in in terms of money, right? I, I think or anything else. Like I, I can see people struggling with this, whether that's giving them time, giving people attention or support. And so right. no matter what it is, I feel like something that I think we all strive to do more of is being A better version of ourselves continuously and daily and uh, like us laying out our goals right now is really important and kind of keeps us accountable and kind of sets on the horizon where we want to be and then we'll kind of work our way there and so like just to say again that i agree with kind of what we want to do in terms of giving because i think giving is like something you we wish like the world has more of and i feel like the fact that if we keep thinking the certain mindset and we're like, "Oh, someone else with a lot more money will do it," then it it kind of defeats the purpose. And I think that's how people become more and more selfish. And so, yeah, just kind of throwing on right. another point to that.
1: Another point there: donations are also a write off. So <laughs> that's, that's not the point. That's not giving criticism. <laughs> It's true no no but like everyone should give there's no reason not to if you can just write it off like what even the government is
2: incentivizing you to give yeah
1: so there's no reason
2: not to give and That's you know true. what's crazy you know what's crazy i was looking at my um church churches like giving section and i found that you can actually tithe by giving stocks wow Apparently, it's very tax efficient yes
1: so but then that's different because you have to transfer to a foundation yeah
2: yeah
1: yeah so then whatever gains you get technically aren't taxed because they're a non-profit right, right. wow yeah insane, dude. Uh, it's too complicated though <laughs> yeah it, it's pretty hard you have to set it up yeah but it, it is a really good way to kind of well you kind of avoid some taxes and you kind of give to a good cause hopefully yeah yeah i I think that's a big, I agree with everything you kind of mentioned, but the biggest thing about fire is that the early aspect of it. I think if we can kind of get there earlier, I feel like I can do more to kind of be, kind of be more helpful in philanthropy. So like, I kind of want to be on the ground when I'm like helping people. So like, if I, if I'm giving to a foundation, I kind of want to be there to kind of see like how the foundation is kind of doing everything so i want to be able to have time to kind of do that and also see how they're spending the money right and also like just teaching i want to be there to kind of like see like the students kind of grow and kind of giving them the opportunity to kind of get to where they want to be without being like blocked by money Mm -hmm. i think that's a big thing right
0: well i don't think that well are you saying that as in like you're not gonna really give up until you get to that point so you can give fully the way you want to because in my opinion well, like well, no, i no, think no. it's important I, like, to give continuously no, no, like,
2: oh
1: yeah no no no. like i said I, i'm like i'm currently giving like <laughs> constantly <laughs> but like my thing is that if i can get there earlier as in like i where like finances aren't a problem
0: mm-hmm.
1: then i can help more and more efficiently because i won't be old like i, I don't want to be like a cranky old man Just, like, trying Mm -hmm. to help people, even though, like, I'm, like, impatient.
2: (laughs) You're a jolly old man.
0: (laughs) Like Santa.
2: I hope I am. Mr. Rogers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But,
1: yeah. I don't know. I feel like I can be of more use if I'm younger. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's kind of weird to think about it, right? Because, like, I don't know for you guys, but my family, like, we view, like, above 60 as you're useless. Kind
2: of, like, just old. Yeah, okay, that's... that's. <laughs> or, oh, no, no, no. or in
0: Asian culture, if you're bus 60, you got the master of respect. Like, everyone is, yeah, like... Yeah.
2: No,
1: no, useless as in, like, for, like, you're supposed to retire, you're supposed to relax. Like, you're not supposed to be super active. But I think in the U.S., like, you're supposed to be active until, like, you're, like, what, 90? Like, Charlie <gasps> Munger or, like, Warren Buffett. But, like, at least for my family, because, like, I think, I don't know, maybe, like, the Southeast Asian lifespan isn't as long. <laughs> like, <what>? Damn. <laughs> no, it's true. They're like, dude, like my, my mom and my aunt, like, they're always talking about how they're so old and literally my mom's like yeah. 40, what eight. And then my, my aunt is like 57. They're like, they're not even old. Yeah. Right. In the American standards. Yeah. But I, I don't know for me, that means I need to be even younger than that if I want to retire early, right? Because they want to retire now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's probably different for you guys, right? Because, like, you guys, your parents are, like,
2: just kind of working into, like, the old age. Yeah, my dad was telling me the other day that he can work until, like, 65 or something like that or 70. I forgot what he said. I think he said 70. And I was like, damn, dad. (laughs) but I want to be like that. Okay. I want to be like that, but I don't want like,
1: oh, it's so hard. Like I want to be fit enough to kind of work like that.
2: Yeah. I feel like, dude, I, I I mean, maybe he, to, to some extent, maybe he still thinks like what he's doing is like good enough, but man, I I think it's gotta be taxing on your body. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So are you guys, uh, so what about your parents? In terms of like, how do they play into your, your fire movement? Like, are they gonna, are you planning to kind of <laughs> help them out?
2: in Man, my mom, my mom always tells me <clears throat> that she wants to live with me when, when I get older and, or she gets older and she wants to live with me and stuff. Like that. And just like, I jokingly <laughs> <am> like, <clears throat> well, I don't say, you know, no. Be with me. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, I probably would live with her. Not not like just for the goodness of my heart, but because, you know, we got free babysitter, dog.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Mama Huang. We I'll do not sure. have a podcast on air. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, I think I –
2: if I can get there, right? If I can somehow earlier – a mass amount of money where I can help my parents close down shop, um, you know, move somewhere like a downsize and really just help them get in a space where they don't have to worry about finance. That'd be awesome. But I mean, it is hard, right? Like, I think, I think we all know, like, when it comes down to the math, your parents and also kids, it's, it's a, it's a hard thing to um, think about. So, right they're getting old so i
1: think it might have to come before i retire <laughs> that's why Kevin going for all these like crazy growth stocks dude <laughs> guys it's not the only reason i'm just getting old really fast <laughs> like, i'm the oldest one here
0: what but, like not a lot
1: what <laughs> i'm 23 going on 24
2: kevin we're all 23 here and like true <laughs> we're, we're so young I I think I said this
0: in the first episode, but if like anyone older than us would have hear you, they would have smack smacked you, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's a good point though. A- Andrew is like because technically we have a long time horizon, right? Yeah, we have a long time to make all this money, make all this wealth. Yeah, but our our goals are kind of lofty, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean they
1: are.
0: I guess like the point like, of okay, so go ahead. Oh sorry, can I no, no, me? go
1: ahead. No, you should go. Go go for. Well, I was just gonna say, like, like at the end of this episode, we should kind of like tell everyone, like, what kind of what age are we expecting to kind of get to the point where we kind of think we can retire, right?
0: Sure. Yeah. You You should go ahead.
1: Um. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> i'll give a range because like you know andrew mentioned kids so i like i didn't think about that too much before uh, <laughs> what? i hope you don't get triplets kids? in the first show no. what, are the, what are those,
0: what are those?
1: <laughs> i would say uh, 35 to 40 wow depending on how frugal my kids are what do you mean <laughs> it's not it's- you got to be frugal it for It Like, what if they're, like, a normal kid that, that just likes playing sports? They don't need too much. can just hang out. Okay, mind. Right, keep going. What, how, what how <laughs> are you guys? Like, pass yeah. the baton.
2: <laughs> no, no, They're going to be, like, into, like, horse racing. They want a horse. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Andrew, go. What no, age uh, is going to be want retire? I think, like... Jeez, this is hard. I, I think forty five would be nice. Fifty would also be nice. More likely fifty five. Really? I don't think it would be that low for you, dude. I'm trying to have. I'm trying to have kids. You know what I'm saying? He said, I'm he said have Andrew suit. plus eight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a whole coffee <I'm> team. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want to have like I want to have a big house and uh have a big family. See, okay, here it goes the mansion. The pool, no, I mean the you have a big family, dude. Like I want. No, everything, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying, you know, day to day kind of varies, but you know, when I want renting my family, I need a big house.
1: And you don't then, get that big of a house, bro. You
2: have three kids. You know, they're all
1: running around. You know, that's five people, right? We had three people in 600 square feet. Kevin, Kevin said it.
0: bunk bed, everything. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: yes, don't need that, that many rooms, have no choice. <laughs> bro. Kids have bunk beds too. I think those bunk beds were for kids okay okay derek derek
0: okay (laughs) i guess yeah i guess to kind of wrap things up this like for mine and i'm sure like throughout the future episodes we will do like check-ins in our goals and stuff which would be kind of cool to to see and look back on um but currently i i also aim to kind of retire mid-40s um and yeah because i just feel like that's the age where i feel like i'm still young but i'm not like super i'm not like super young and it'll be a good balance to kind of see that and and that's when like your family's like kind of there and so you'll be able to spend it with your family um but if anything yeah, like kind of there <laughs> wait what kevin be whispering stuff <laughs> we're, under we're his not there mic before then Oh no no! Of course I'll, I'll do that before then. But like, and then I was like I can pick my kid up for school or something, or like I can like literally attend like the entire play, or I could like you know do do more for them. I guess is is what I, I mean. Be present. Um, be present. Yeah. Be be much more. Present. I'll be president. no be no, present. No, no. Present. Present. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if anything like, this is this is cool to, to hear you know, everyone's stories and, and there are a lot of like similarities of why investing is appealing and why it's interesting for us and i guess to kind of speak towards the listener it's like we we really enjoy learning about this because we really believe in it and kind of our goals that we mentioned is something that we're all striving for and I guess what we really wanted to achieve with the podcast was to really form this community um, of support, inspiration, knowledge sharing, and kind of encouraging others to also seek out their own path to financial independence or to really take time to think about um, what is it that you like to do? What is it that you want to do? Or what are your goals for the future? Because I think um, when, Mm. because I think all of us felt really lost, especially like for me, like speaking. Um from experience, like after graduating, I felt super lost, as in like there's not a lot of structure of what to do, what to think about, and so kind of having this conversation and sharing this journey along with other people has really helped me find support and find a more understanding i guess of of life <laughs> being so mm-hmm. cliche,
2: yeah
0: but yeah any any final thoughts? <laughs> I just we'll just wanna wrap it up say,
2: yeah I, I just want to kind of cut back a little bit of what you said i i think it's important to talk about finance like i think we all are here for the same reasons but yep. i also want to say don't let it consume you right to the audience or whoever's listening um i think we've probably all had phases or maybe we're currently in it where you know we're looking at ticker symbols we're spending like you know like two three hours just like researching and you know i think it's okay but i i I really want to stress that we're not doing this for the sake of doing it, right? We're doing it because we want to live a life that reflects, um, you know, our values or reflects good things and bringing good things to this world. And so I think mm-hmm. in the same way, we we're so young, we have a lot of um, potential when it comes to our our human capital, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like being able to use our skills right now to hone them, um, to you know, build relationships. Um, I think that has a lot of importance as well, and we're obviously able to do that while we're doing it, which is really awesome, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And it's kind of like the TikTok thing, right? It's like if you don't have a circle of friends who don't talk, who doesn't talk about real estate, then get a new one.
0: <laughs> but Wait, talk- what, t- what TikTok? Oh uh, man, Andrew, no one got that joke. I'm, not, I'm not on Chinese TikTok, and Kevin, I don't think he watches that a lot of TikTok. But I mean,
2: it's not to say to you replace your friends, but you know, bring it up. It's interesting conversations. <laughs>
0: yeah i definitely agree
1: yeah it's definitely something everyone should do but also like stocks don't really mean anything if you have no end goal in mind it's true because like honestly it's just a ticker in the end the plan is to kind of create a life that you can live proudly and have fun with especially with friends so that's why we do this together Community. so yeah we'll see you guys next time at- woo! woo! thank you thank you for
0: listening thank you for listening
2: yeah